COPcast, 12 Days of COP. I'm presenter and journalist Peg Alexander, and in partnership with academic think tank, the Green Economics Institute, each day during COP26 in Glasgow, I'm having chats with people from around the world, looking at the big topics we need to get a grip of if we're to hit the Paris Agreement. We're going to cover a broad range of subjects. The chats are going to be short, informal, and hopefully inspiring and informative. And you never know, we might even manage some laughs along the way. I started working and campaigning on climate issues in 1989. Gosh, such a long time ago. Now the world has woken up to the fact that we don't have any time left, but a world leader's ready to accept that it's no more business as usual. Today, we're going to talk about plastics. Rusa Tumashevishuta is from Lithuania. She's a circular economy expert. Uh, she works with the Ministry of Agriculture. She's up at COP26 at the moment. You may hear that going in the background. And we're going to be having a chat about this question of plastics because I'm really interested in the question of where an issue like plastic fits within the overall solutions. You know, we all know that plastics are polluting our seas. We all know about the waste problems. But how does this affect whether we can keep to 1.5 degrees or not? You know, is it about destruction of the natural world and biodiversity? Or is it about the needless use of fossil fuels to make these plastics and move them around the world? Or is it about something else? So let's get going. Arisa, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. It's, a, it's, it's amazing to be a part of that. What's it like up at Glasgow today? How are you getting on there? What's it like? It's crowded, you know, <laughs> like, like really crowded. A lot of people, a lot of delegations from all, all, all around the world. It's it's actually amazing to be a part of that. And we already heard uh, uh, even an American president's speech. So he already spoke about uh, that, that we don't have a time to wait. Uh, but sadly, uh, when we talk about plastics, no one wants to face a truth, you know, uh, that this is like a, one of the biggest uh, threats uh, for our society as well. Because uh, what is wrong with that? We are making them to be... Uh, disposable ones like uh, uh we're just making them uh, single-use ones mm -hmm. and this is like the biggest problem the biggest threat uh, currently uh, which affects us uh there is like a no waste you know so basically uh we we shouldn't talk about uh, plastic or plastic waste as issue uh we should talk about unsustainable uh, resource management systems because we're wasting elements and we're wasting materials uh, how it's connected to so like 1.5 mm -hmm. degree uh, with plastic. It's connected uh, because uh, we use uh, fossil fuels to produce it. And yeah. uh, basically we use a virgin materials all the time to uh, make new plastics. This is the big biggest problem uh, in that uh, industry. But, uh, uh, you know, we can make... Uh, sometimes if, if, with, with some kind with some times of plastics it's possible to uh to uh recycle them yeah but it's like uh, it's, it's only small amount you know 
which whom, uh, which we can use, you know, in, in our daily lives. Like, are you and, uh, and, supporting Boris Johnson on that, then? Because he he's had a bit of a row with some NGOs, hasn't he? Because he said we can't recycle our way out of the crisis, and a load of NGOs said that it had a go, had a real go at him for that, and said he was really wrong. Really? Okay, yeah. I didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> because I think that's an interesting question. How I, I you know, I, I genuinely think that's a really big question. How how much of this can we rely on something like recycling? And actually, how much do we really need to get to grips with? Stop producing the stuff. Yeah, actually, prevention is the first thing. Uh, and uh, even it, it, it's impossible to recycle everything. Uh, yeah. And uh, when we talk about plastic waste, it's uh, even worse in that case. So only around 9%. And there is like no... Uh, uh, fabrics, no, uh, even an instructions uh, how to uh, properly uh, separate waste, you know, even at yeah. home. So it, uh, there's like a different rules all around and uh, where it goes in, in, in the end, it goes in the landfill or, or it goes in the incineration plant. So uh, we are getting almost nothing, you know, from that and we are losing rigid materials and those rigid materials are from, from fossil fuels. Yeah. So basically it's, it's, it's like a, a, like a, you know, circle of, uh, the worst things which we can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have we got any figures on what kind of what percentage of the fossil fuels use or what what how much of it um is down to producing and transporting plastics? Oh, it's a really good question uh, because uh, companies uh, don't have to provide this information, right. and they are not providing this information from two thousand and fourteen. Right. So uh, basically, right now it's like uh, almost seven years. We have we don't have information on that. Yeah, but so it that's will a be a real problem, isn't it? Yeah, and and we are getting into transparency in that case. Not not only uh, uh, with we are dealing not not only with uh, material problem, but we are also dealing with transparency problem here because we don't know uh, where all the waste go go yeah. and uh, goes, and uh, we have no idea actually what what it what it's made from that way yeah 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 of course and that is that just I mean that sounds to me like that's just letting companies off the hook as well because you know how how do we challenge them on needless production of plastic and needless movement of plastic if we don't know what the contribution is yeah, uh, we, we, we don't even know our best baseline, you know, yeah. because uh, no one has to report about that. Yeah. So uh, we don't know how big is, is this problem. We do see we that. If, uh, do we know if that's yeah. going to be one of the solutions that comes out of this copper? Is anybody saying the first stages that we, we know? Not yet. I'm, I'm not actually uh, hurt. Uh, I, I, I didn't hear about that mm -hmm. today, uh, but let's wait, you know, it's like okay. yeah. <laughs> on the second day. So yeah. <laughs> it's still like two weeks left. Uh, so uh, basically, probably uh, we have here Ellen MacArthur Foundation. They are working really hard on uh, that kind of uh, questions of circular economy questions, plastics, uh, biodegradable materials and so on. So, but uh, with plastics, it's like a, a lot of different companies, a lot of different issues, a lot of different countries, you know, have to be involved because uh, yeah. the industry is such a big and, and uh, even uh, it, it, it's supposed to grow, you know, till 2050. And they will use our, uh, our carbon uh, offsets, you know, and all, all, all of that, what, what, yeah. what we can, uh, what we, we still have. 
So basically, plastic uh, industry they will use almost all, all, all carbon if we were talking about 2050. Gosh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, it, and and it's a really interesting uh, uh, issue because right now uh, everyone talks about uh, 55%. You know, it's about energy. It's mm-hmm. energy problems, and we have to fix them as 55%. But when we talk about materials problems and industry problems and agricultural problems, it's 45%. Yeah. It's, it will be really interesting to calculate uh, how big a uh, part is plastic part in that issue. Yeah. Yeah, it will be really interesting, you know, to uh, to, to get information about that because this isn't everywhere. just about is this isn't just about waste, is it? it it's about you know, it's about ha- our culture. It's actually how we use things okay. uh, because uh, because uh, uh, usually plastic is uh, single use. You know, yeah. it's 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 not uh, made uh, to use it uh, like a two, three, four times. Uh, it's pretty hard to find a plastic which is refillable. And it's not, and it wouldn't harm yeah. harm yourself, you know, because uh, you you cannot, for example, use the same uh, uh, bottle, uh, plastic bottle for water again because of the microplastic problems and so on and so oh, kind blimey. of other chemicals. I use I use mine over and over and over again. I oh no no no! Don't do that. Oh, my, <laughs> just, you see, I, one, oh is that one, really one bad? Refillable. Yeah. No, you you should get one uh, refillable, or you should use uh, plastic number five or yeah. uh, polypropylene because it's like a, a one of the um, most neutral plastics. Okay. Uh, yeah. But usually you are getting water uh, into the pad bottles because uh, they are so light. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's easy to, trans- to transport, and uh, it's uh, good uh, until you open it, uh, them. <laughs> so, yeah, go on. So, well, thank yeah. you for letting me know that. So um, we, we haven't got much time left because um, I'm keeping these podcasts short. Um, okay. What what's what's the answer? What's the solution? Because lots of people will say, well, there are loads of things that I use every day that can't be packaged in cardboard or paper. Um, there are loads of items that we use that need to be made out of plastic. So what what's the solution? What do we what do we what do you want to see come out of this cup? Okay, it's, it's, it's a really uh, complex question and, and the answer is also complex. Yeah. Uh, first of all, uh, we have to choose, you know, uh, which uh, products and goods uh, uh, we uh, should uh, uh, use uh, in, dispos- in single-use manner, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just, just uh, to make a decision, you know, which products uh, could be uh, uh, refillable. Yeah. Uh, which products should stay uh, single use? Then, when you have a single use product, you're thinking, okay, which one will be more sustainable uh, to use uh, paper uh, or cardboard or something from yeah. that area? Maybe some kind of bioplastics, not harmful ones, you know, uh, or maybe it's like a some kind of different plastic. Sometimes it's metal cans. It's like a uh, you are just uh, uh, making a decision uh, in that case uh, and it's uh, based on your product which you are selling up how long shelf life you need so and unlike, so on so unlike other some other issues this really does sound like it is a question of individual yes. manufacturers individual yeah. products and individual shopping habits it's not a big massive systematic answer it is about our day-to-day stuff yeah, but actually, it's uh, it could be like a, you, you can solve uh, this problem uh, in a different way. Uh, you can make some kind of life cycle assessment. It's a, a product assessment when you are changing materials or you are changing 
some kind of transportation or you're changing some technologies inside and you can calculate you know from beginning uh -huh. uh, when you get uh, get a raw of materials till the end of life of that material okay. uh, carbon foot carbon footprint uh, or you can check uh, how it affects uh, uh, biodiversity or how it affects human uh, health uh, and it's really important you know just to have those numbers because right now we don't have this yeah. it's like a, we we actually don't know what better to use you know for example for your juice you know uh, yeah. maybe maybe tetraplast which is it's it's not it's made completely from virgin materials you know yeah, maybe yeah. it's better better than new aluminum cans uh, which it can, can be recycled you know endless uh, times but so, you have yeah. to to put rainforest you know just to get more and more mm -hmm. because it's not enough already you know so all, we could just got to hope that that's that's part of the solution uh Reza, thank you so much for your time because i know you're really busy you've not got much battery on your phone <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. really appreciate you making the time i'm hoping i will see will i see you in glasgow next week you still up there next week no sadly i have to come back oh, on saturday so i will <laughs> miss you but um good luck with all your campaigning and lobbying and uh, activities to try and persuade people you've really helped me understand this issue a lot more thank you so much for joining the podcast okay thank you so much so we'll try to warm up this place you know until uh, <laughs> you come here <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening i'm peg alexander at TV Radio Peg on social media. Tune in tomorrow. I'll be chatting to another great guest. You can also check out greeneconomicsinstitute.org.uk. Yeah.